अंदर नंबर सोना सानक को चाहिए कि जब भूख लगे तब खाना खाए जब नींद आए तब सोए आदतन खाने और सोने से परहेज करें अदर नंबर 16 इफ इट्स द ट्रैवलर ऑन दिस पाथ एंड द सीकर ऑफ द प्लेजर ऑफ अल्लाह सुभान व तआला दैट ही शुड ईट व्हेन एंड ओनली व्हेन दे फील हंगरी दे शुड स्लीप बट व्हेन एंड ओनली व्हेन दे फील स्लीपी they should not they should be wary of falling into eating by habit and sleeping by habit so two things mentioned here number 1 eating and sleeping at say in tasawwuf normally there are several things that are mentioned number 1 is qillat at-ta'am to eat less second is qillat al-manam to sleep less third is qillat al-ikhtilat to interact with people less to speak less qillat kalam to speak less to those the, the last thing speaking less and interacting less that has already been covered in several of the earlier adab this adab is combining two things eating less and sleeping less so person should eat when they feel hungry if you practice this you will be able to eat twice a day easily When, what is the requirement of human being to eat two meals a day and zero snacks that is actually the human being's requirement if you were to eat when you only feel hungry you would eat twice a day and zero snacks you would end up on this some of you would start by three meals plus a snack then you would go down to three meals then you would go to two meals plus a snack and then you would end up on two meals It also means when you're actually eating that meal that you should eat but when you stop feeling hungry you should stop eating. What is the type of eating that takes place when you're not hungry that is called talazzuz that's for the sake of husul lazzat that a person is eating for the sake of pleasure. You can indulge in one two three bites like that as well but you shouldn't take a whole second or third helping in the name of lazzat. This is the mistake the salak makes. you can have a few extra bites because you enjoy the taste but to put a whole another plateful that will be harmful harmful to a person's spirituality as you mentioned to you before that when you overeat overeat means don't think overeat means it becoming obese overeat in medicine means you become obese overeat in tasawuf means you eat beyond the caloric needs of your body as that goes to your nafs that goes to your nafs you will find all of the mashayikh of the sawaf always used to eat less some of them may have been very big there's nothing to do with size there's nothing to do with size okay that's one aspect at the same time bare hazrat hum to hazrat murshid alam rahmat allah used to say that acha khao piyo aur acha kaam karo that you should eat well and you should work well So what does that mean? So for you you should view it in reverse. Those of you who are working well and hard, you can eat well. So if you're a person who prays awabin and chast and ishraq and is doing one hour rakaba day and you're praying tahajjud and you're doing tilawat and you're doing durood and you're doing istighfar and you're studying ilm or you're teaching ilm or you're giving bayan, if you're working hard, then eat well. It's not the other way around. Eating well is not the way to work hard. it's the opposite that those who work hard they need to eat well in order to keep working hard 
Therefore, when you sit with other sahab and you eat with other sahab, he eats well. But that's because he's working hard. You guys hear Hazrat Mursal's statements ke, oh, what is it? Achha khao piyo or achha kaam karo. Aap pera kadam utha lete hain. Achha khao piyo. Aapra aage achha kaam ne karte hain. So you should eat well for those who work hard. So someday if you feel you did a lot of mujahidah, you were sweeping the floor and wiping away, so then you can eat well that day. Right? So that you can view eating well as a reward for yourself for working hard. In that case, eat well still doesn't mean overeat a lot, but it means that eat, and when you stop feeling hungry, you can allow yourself to eat a bit more for the pleasure and for the strength. But then you shouldn't go to the third level. So there are three levels generally then of eating. One is your basic hunger, until the basic hunger goes away. Second is a little bit more for enjoyment. And third is what I'm calling overeating. So the third one, overeating, no one should do that, irrespective of how hard they work. Because if they overeat, actually you won't be able to work so hard. This is the way you can tell. That when I overeat, you won't be able to work hard anymore. You'll feel sloth, laziness, slack, apathy, disinterest. Alright? The second one, that indulging a bit in pleasure, you should give that self a reward for yourself if you work hard. Alright. Second thing was sleep. Sleep. It said don't sleep until you feel tired. In Adatan Sona, Adatan Sona for people in this day and age is something different. Alhamdulillah, most of us, we only actually go lie down when we feel tired. Very rare that somebody just Adatan Daspajisoge. Our problem is actually that we stay up too late and we actually initially go to sleep when we're tired. This other will apply to us when you wake up. There's a gap between waking up and getting up. That gap between waking up and getting up, that is Adat and Salat. So a person sometimes, let's say even you go to sleep after Fajr, and sometimes your eye opens at 8, 8.10, 8.30, 8.40, and you're actually wide awake. And you've completed your natural, physiological, biological sleep cycle. You're completely awake. But you look at the watch and you see it's only 8.20. And that you should wake up at this time. So then you go back to sleep. That going back to sleep, that is today's Adat and So when you go back to sleep, next thing you know, it's 10, if you're lucky. And for some of you, mashallah. It can even be 11, it can be 12. You're actually awake. That's the time you should get up. That is the time that you could have done about. That is the time that you could have worked harder on your ilm. It, you have that time. You're missing out on it. And then you come and say, I'm an SSC student. I don't have time. I have projects. SNA. That doesn't work. It's coming in the next other. That doesn't work on us. Hmm. So that's Adat and Salah. Generally, however, there are many, many adab of eating and sleeping that we've mentioned to you on different occasions. But one thing I would say is that you should try to go to sleep a bit earlier. And like midnight, you know, even classically in Western civilization was viewed as the ultimate time. So you should try, generally speaking. Obviously, these days, Ramadan, a person is in more power and more spiritual power and you're able to be awake more 
But normally in the year you should not stay up past midnight. It's like midnight, the absolute last moment. And the only way that will happen is if you make a habit of sleeping at 11, 11.30. If your habit is sleeping at 11, 11.30, then on occasion you may push it till midnight. When you push it past midnight, then you'll have lots of problems. You will either miss tahajjud, you will risk missing fajr, you will risk sleeping too much after fajr and waking up too late, you will miss morning productive time, you'll have many, many problems if you allow yourself to sleep too late. Alright. Adam number Satra. Salah ko chahe ki zikr Allah ki kasrat kare aur nafs ki hilo mina aaye. Salah ko chahe ki zikr Allah ki kasrat kare aur nafs ki hilo mina aaye. Abdul number 17, the Salah, the seeker, the traveler on this path and the seeker of the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ought to engage in abundant, excessive remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they should not fall into the traps and deceptions and whisperings of their own nafs. What does it mean? There's an ishara here that a person who has ikhlas, who is talib sadiq, remember we began all the adab with that, the person who is a talib sadiq salik, why don't they do zikrullah? It's their nafs. Big ishara in this adab. But the reason they don't do kasrat zikr, the reason they don't do kasrat zikr is their nafs. It's not because they're busy. Now the helos of the helos of the nafs, busy. I'm too busy. No, I have family responsibility. No, me bachiwaliyo. No, I'm pregnant. No, I have a small child. No, all of that is hila. All of that is hila. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told all of us, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanuzkurullaha zikran kathira. Allah ta'ala has mentioned in Quran for women as well. وَذَاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ kathira وَذَاكِرَاتِ And Allah ta'ala put these different ahwal on us. Children or family or studies or work or flood relief. Hmm? These are ahwal Allah ta'ala sends on everyone. In those ahwal a person has to do zikr. If a person thinks that, no, I'm not, I can only do kasrat zikr, kasrat zikr, when everything is fine, when neither do I have anything to do with my studies, nor do my parents need me, or if they're married, nor does my spouse need me, nor does my children need me, nor do I have any visitors, nor this, that. You never, you find few days like that in the year. You'll find very few days in the whole year when you are so free and everything is going so perfectly. So Allah Ta'ala commanded us to do kasrat zikr. He meant with all of these ahwal and all of these different conditions and busyness and tests and trial and tribulation and unexpected events that take place. So all of this is just hila bazi nafski hila. Another person, another person can have the different types of hila. I mentioned another type of hila is that a person has vehem and not able to do zikr. My zikr wali tabiyat hai. Meri ilmi tabiyat hai. Meri jihadi tabiyat hai. Meri tabliki tabiyat hai. My zikr wali tabiyat hai. Haji Makki sahab. Hmm? 
اب ہر انسان مؤمن کی قرآنی طبیعت اللہ تعالیٰ نے بنائی اللہ تعالیٰ سیزن قرآن یا ایوہلین آمن اللہ ذکرن کثیرہ دیر از نو استثنا دیر بیسن مائی طبیعت ایوری انسان پلس ایمان انسان پلس ایمان مینز دے شوڈ ہیو دا طبیعت آف قرآن تو دیر از نو دیز آر آل مین میڈ فلاسفیز دس از نفس دس از نفس مین آئیڈیا نو آئی ایم مور آف دس ٹائپ آف پرسن آئی ایم خد میں خدمت والا نہیں جی میں تو خدمت ہی کر سکتا ہوں بس مجھ سے خدمت نہیں مجھ سے ذکر شکر نہیں ہوتا ایبلٹی And then they succeed. Some of them actually will do some khidmat. And then they're doubly deluded. Then they think that bilkul apnaapka khuli chutti dete. No need to ever do zikr. They say, I'm doing khidmat. So a person has to do kasrat zikr. Has to remember Allah subhanahu at all times. Now in our sallallahu I feel it's one of the most perfect ways. Either you're in wakufa kalbi or you're in marakamah. But there's only... These two possibilities. That's how you should view yourself. So yes, you may not always have time for Qasrat in Morocco. I can accept that. There will be times, whether you're at Fakir exams, the university exams, illness, unexpected visitors, right? But Qasrat is Zikr you will always have time for. But you could just think that either I'm doing Qasrat in Morocco or I'm doing Qasrat in Wukufa Kalbi. My life just goes between these two things. That's it. This is one of the kamal of the Nakshabandai Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. If you do amal on the mamulat that Rabbi Shaykh have taught us, make use of masnoon du'ai, masnoon amal, you will always be in Qasrat Al-Zikr. Its surat may change, its way may change. Maybe one day you did two hours, mark about 22 hours, wakufa kalmi. Yes, you know, you count how many minutes, mark about you do. And you're also doing Wukufa Kalbi in minutes. You be, that's even more of a shocking thing. Mraqabha bhi minuto ka ho ra hai, Wukufa Kalbi bhi minuto wala ho ra hai. Minutes plus minutes equals minutes. <laughs> you have to do more Wukufa Kalbi. So all of these adab actually up till now are all helping a person to do this. When you disconnect yourself from all of these, vain or futile or fruitless activities as we discussed in the last few days right so a person should engage in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala adab number atara salik ko chahiye ke apni ibadat or neki ki tarif na kare بلکہ دل میں پسندیدگی کا خیال بھی نہ لائیں ادب نمبر ایٹین دیٹ دے شوڈ ناٹ فیل ان دیر ہارٹ اینی پریز اوور دیر ایکٹس آف ورشپ اور اوور اینی آف دیر ایکٹس آف پائٹی 
In other words, it means if they increase in zikr and taqwa and sunnah, they shouldn't view themselves as praiseworthy because they do zikr and taqwa and sunnah. They shouldn't view themselves as praiseworthy because of that. In fact, they should not even feel that I am doing something preferred or better or they should not even be fond of themselves in any way. Just like you can think of this example that if somebody is a butler or a maid and they clean the room, when they leave the room, do they give themselves a shabash? They look at me, wow, I just cleaned this room. I said, that's what I am. I'm a maid. I'm a butler. Does the Masi give herself shabash when she does jaru? So when you do Allah laka jaru on your kalb, it's not something that you should feel now. Or one day you manage to do one hour of Merkabah. Ab, you're flying. You have reached the Walayat to Kubra in your own eyes. Huh? Up and have a degree there, dear. Hmm? You give yourself the degree of Walayat to Kubra when you did Merkabah once for one hour. You paid the Hajjad eight rakats once, one night. Thus. So it shouldn't be like that. Or you become mahroom of istikamat. If you want to know, then why don't I have istikamat on this? Why was it that one night I did that muraqamah? Because this ujub comes in. Whenever you get ujub, you lose istikamat on that amal. The fastest way to lose an amal afterwards is either sin or ujub. And both shaitan and nafs are after us to do one of these two things all the time. Either fall into sin, if I can't get him to fall into sin, let me make him fall into ujjah. He'll lose the amal. You will lose istikamat on the amal. Doesn't mean you will never do mraqab again. But you won't be regular in that one hour mraqab. It will have been a one-off experience. An isolated incident. A random occurrence. Won't be regular. Regular. And those people who are regular in their ibadah, because they don't congratulate themselves. So you can say Pasandidgi in English means self-congratulatory. Right? They don't congratulate themselves. They don't view themselves as anything. They just do that ibadah. And that's what they, they're an abd. Just like a masi sweeps an abd does ibadah. That's it. It's that simple. A mu'min does zikr. A mu'min does zikr. Even if they're doing some new type of zikr and they get successive zikr, again, they don't view it as their own personal attainment, achievement, accomplishment. Because then, you have to see what men say, nip the evil in the bud. If you start viewing it as your own attainment, achievement, accomplishment, then obviously, it's worthy of congratulations, right? When a person attains and achieves and accomplishes something, that's when they get degrees, they get certificates, they get the honors and laurels and accolades and, and praises of this world. So we shouldn't view it as our own anything. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen and wa ma tawfiqi illa billah. Bas in dono ke ma taitak nasluk taikana. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen wa ma tawfiqi illa billah. A person who thinks like that, he becomes regular, she can become regular in all of her ma'mulat.